Welcome to the She Illuminates podcast, an empowerment hub for Christian women just like you who are ready to be filled by God's truth and light and illuminate their God-given influence in their homes, careers, businesses, and communities. I'm your host, Shamel Evans. I'm passionate about creating a space, connecting, and transforming the lives of women. We talk about real things, and we value transparency, honesty, and vulnerability. Be empowered to live anchored in your faith, influence your patch, and walk in your purpose. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the She Illuminates podcast. And today we're on the topic of starting right where you are. You heard me right. There are a lot of times when we think we're supposed to have the magic formula, the perfect formula of how we're supposed to obtain our goals and to walk in our purpose. But today I want to encourage you, or rather I want to ask you, are you starting with what you have and with where you are? Are you showing up in the things that God has already put on your plate? Well, today I want to dive into this topic and I have a special guest, Lorene Martinez Bellamy, who's all about helping women to walk out their purpose. But today we want to encourage you guys to take some time to ask yourselves if you're showing up where you are. So Lorene, thank you so much for joining us and can you introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, Shamel. It is such an honor to be on today. Um, I'm Lorene Martinez Bellamy. I was just joking with her that I just got married and now have a mouthful of a name until I get around to dropping my maiden name. Um, and I am a lawyer and a life and business coach in Connecticut. Uh, I'm originally from Puerto Rico, was born there. My family's still there. And what I do is I help women get clear on their passion projects, like those things that we put aside at, at certain points in our lives because we felt like we needed to grow up or we, we felt like we needed to be more realistic about how to support our families, how to financially provide for them. And what I found in my own journey was that after I had basically gathered all the trappings of what society leads us to believe is a successful life, I went to college, excelled, went to law school, did great, started my legal practice, loved my job, met like my husband around the time, bought the big house, had the vacations and friends. And right when I turned 30, um, I'm 35 now, I just looked around and thought to myself, whose life is this? I'm so bored. I feel called to do something bigger in the world. And I realized that I had put aside a lot of the things that God had put in my heart early on and the things that I enjoyed, the creative side of me, the traveling, the writing, the reading, the connecting with other humans and mentoring and coaching because I'm an older sister. So I've been doing this from day one. And I realized that um, it was a strong calling. I always tell my clients, it's going to start as a whisper and it's just going to keep getting louder. <laughs> and I don't know if that's your experience as, as well, Shamel. It'll start getting louder until it's a deafening call and you are so miserable that you are forced to step into it. What I want to help women do is not let it get to that point where you look around and want to take your whole life apart. I like to help them start little by little and step by step so that they they don't feel this crushing pressure to have to take apart their whole lives and start over, but rather start incorporating the things that make them happy, which to me are the things that God has put in our heart to give to the world, whether it's a message or an actual like artistic gift. 
I find that the things that make you the happiest are the things that you should be doing. So I always say that alignment is happiness, is you're aligned when you're doing the things that make you happy. To, to simplify a word that I feel like is overcomplicated sometimes. Yes. And I love your approach is that you're you're helping women to understand the fact that you don't have to like dismantle everything. Because I think we put this pressure on ourselves or feel guilty like, oh, I've done all these things, but I can't go back and pursue because mm -hmm. the world will put this pressure on you. Well, you did this. So just keep tinkering away at it. When really, I like to say God calls us into full abundance, but we have to be able to step outside of ourselves in that thought process of I can't achieve it and just really say, God, I want to be open to where you want me to flow next or help me to realign with what you call me to do. Because Lorraine, I'm guilty of not checking in with God from the beginning. God right. has blessed me to get my degrees in engineering and computer science, things that I desire to do. But to be real honest with you, I don't really remember sitting down saying, God, is this what you truly desire for me? I think because I was good at it and at the time it was something that I felt led to do. I really never sat down and say, God, will you align this with what your will is? But I'm so thankful that he allowed and blessed that journey of mine that helped me to get to where I am. So I know it didn't catch him by surprise. He just started steering me. And like you said, he kept whispering. And I was like, no, God, you're not calling me because I was like, I'm doing, I'm doing what I went to school for. And then I just kept feeling this stirring that there was much more for me that there's something deeper and something he wants me to use. I felt like this encouragement, this strategy and being very organized. And like you, I'm the oldest of five girls. So I've kind of been doing this mentoring thing for a while. But I felt him saying, even though I allowed you to go to school to be a computer engineer, I want you to help engineer people for me, to draw my people to me. Amen. And I kept wrestling with it until eventually I said, okay, God, help me to align up with where you want me to be. And he told me, start where you are and with what you have. I teach a lot of my clients to embrace the journey that you are. Don't try to rush it. But when you position yourself with God, start speaking to him, start having that intimate communication with him, he will start to guide you and start to give you those nuggets little by little and redirect you what those gifts that he's put into you. I just love how you're encouraging women that it's okay. You don't have to like start completely over. But just use that time to reflect on what is that gifts? What are those passions? What are those desires draw you and that are pulling to you? So I want to ask you, can you share uh, with our listeners, what does that process look like? So if there's a lady on the other end who feels this stirring or feels this tug that there's much more for her and she wants to align, what would be a couple things you will advise her to do? First, I want to touch on a couple things that you mentioned, and and then I'll loop back if it's okay with you. Yeah. So one of the things about feeling the pressure of having to dismantle your whole life is this notion that you have so much, right? You've worked so hard for this career. You have all of these things that make up for a beautiful life. So who are you to want more? And I remember struggling with this feeling that I was being ungrateful for what I had because I wanted more. And you hit the nail on the head when you said, God wants us to have an abundant life so we can have all of the things. Any, If you are walking with God, any desire in your heart 
is a sacred desire. It didn't just come out of the nowhere. It, it was put in there by your creator. That is one of the tenets of my coaching because what I find with women, especially the women that I work with that are high achieving and successful in their careers already, they have this fear of looking silly or failing in a new creative endeavor when they already have a career, they already have a family to take care of, they already have so much in their life that they're grateful for, but that also fills their life and makes them busy. So they have this tug of war with their desires where they're thinking, why do I need more? Mm -hmm. Why can I be happy with what I have already? And also, how am I going to fit this into an already incredibly busy life? I remember thinking that as well. And I don't have little children. I have a stepdaughter who's an adult, <laughs> but I don't, I don't have little children. So I don't even know the, the additional pressure that that would add to have to like create something out of nothing and start something completely new and step out there on faith when you already have everything that people say is supposed to make you happy. Mm-hmm. So I, and, and this will kind of tie into what my process is with my clients. The first thing that I find I have to have them do is slow down, slow down their mind, their physical body, because they're so used to just running. And being the fixer, the person that gets everything done, not just for their immediate families, but for their extended families as well. And I find that the women that I connect with and that connect with my message, and this is probably true for you as well, Shamal, like we happen to be the point person for way too many things. And I think to myself, who thought that it would be okay to make me the point person for 73 things? At some point, you're going to feel like you're dropping the ball. So I have them slow down. And my suggestion for people when they're feeling a a strong calling on their life or they're feeling miserable, to be blunt, and they can't figure out why, is to start setting aside quiet time every day. And that's going to look very different for everybody because we all have different demands on our time. But even if it's five or 10 minutes in the car, that you can just either listen to something that's going to quiet your mind or just sit in silence and think about and let your thoughts come through. Because what I find with myself and many of my clients is we're just not letting our thoughts come through because it it makes us afraid of what, what's going to come up. So many times I think God is speaking to us and we're just not giving him a chance. So whether it's journaling, praying, meditating, just being in nature, taking a walk and being quiet, that's really the ultimate first step, because even though we want to think that the solution is external, we have all the answers within us. We're just peeling back the layers of things in our life and thoughts in our head that are keeping us from really stepping into that abundance that God wants us to have and embracing the desires of our heart and those gifts and those messages that we feel called to share all the time. So that's one part. I have them slow down and then I almost immediately have them start journaling. That's because it's my modality. It's like my way of processing my thoughts. And some of them already journal and some of them really take to journaling. And some of them are just like, I don't know what you're talking about when you say journaling. (laughs) So that's the first step. And then also getting around people that are also feeling called to do more because if you are not around those type of people, whether it's online or an in-person type of group, you're going to feel like you're doing the most all the time. Like you're the friend that's doing the most. 
because that, that's how I used to feel. I used to feel like, why can't you just be happy with, you know, a quiet, calm life? When I found the greatest transformation was when I really embraced that I am not that person. I was not sent here to be a person that just settles and conforms. And, and not to say that there's anything wrong with that, because I have friends that have incredible lives that love their life, that feel happy with what they're doing. I always like to make that point because I had a friend early on when I started coaching say to me, am I supposed to be like searching for something bigger to be doing in my life? And I'm like, no, girl, if you like your life, like you're good. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the people that are out there like me feeling called to do something bigger and are starting to feel like they're losing their mind because they already have so much on their plate. That's the other thing, getting, getting quiet, journaling and getting around people that are also in this transition kind of like growth phase of their life where they're being constantly called to do different things because that's going to help nurture that calling on your life. I love it. And those are some great nuggets to take away. And I want to bounce off the first one, slowing down. One thing that I teach all the time, it's okay to push pause. It is okay to slow down, to push pause and give yourself permission to create a space to get quiet, to get before God, because I always say a lot of time, your purpose or trying to figure out what that next thing is that you feel they're stirring, that is tied to your position with God. And many times he wants you to be still and know, he wants you to be still and rest so that you can connect with him so that he can start to speak. And I like how you said, we have to give ourselves a time to process the thoughts. He's speaking, but we gotta give ourselves that permission to push pause and to accept the fact that if I feel this stirring, he's trying to speak. So let me go to the one that I feel giving me this stir and talk to him about it and ask him, how can I show up God with this feeling, with this purpose that you're birthing in me and start right now? And I think that starting point, like we don't have this magical formula to say, okay, ladies go do X, Y, and Z, you'll get there. What we're saying is that be still, be quiet and get before God and ask him to reveal to you because his word says we have not because we ask not. And we also see that scripture tells us that he doesn't withhold anything from us. So if we spend that time getting clear on what God wants us to do, we start to find ourselves aligning exactly with what he's called us to be. And then I think it opens up accepting the self-discovery. I found that in my journey, when I felt that tug, I had to really embrace the self-discovery of what God was doing because even though my journey wasn't difficult and he blessed me to go off to school, become an engineer, to work with the Department of Defense, I mm -hmm. still had this longing that there was something more. But what I had to do is not feel that guilt that I all of a sudden abandoned this, but I welcomed the discovery of who God created me to be and accept that the journey was him taking me step by step. I had to learn to embrace what he was doing and what he was unfolding. And here's the other key, don't rush it. You know, you may be feeling like, okay, there's something greater that I'm supposed to do. And so you magically think, drop it in me, Lord, so I can take off and do it. <laughs> God is more about slowing down, making sure you're prepared for how he wants to show, how he wants to use you and you to show up in your life. So I think that's key for me, that slowing down. I have to be real intentional about carving out that space of rest. 
I do enjoy journaling too. Sometimes when I'm like, God, I need to pray, but I don't know what to pray. I just start writing. I Yep. Mm-hmm. I start journaling my heart and journaling prayers. And before you know it, I'm sitting there crying or I'm sitting there mm-hmm. overwhelmed. But he's speaking to me through that. But if I didn't carve out that space, I wouldn't have that time. For my listeners who are like, okay, how do I know he's talking? You will sense it. The more you practice doing this, the more time you spend, the more God is going to reveal to you the things that are already on your plate. And what he's going to say is, my daughter, if you tend to these things well, and follow my instruction, I'm gonna give you nuggets along the way. And all I need you to do is just embrace where you are, where I have you, because there are Mm -hmm. things around you that are much bigger than you that I want you to take place and do to be a part of the bigger pictures. I just love that and the community piece. I love that because it's so easy for us to be isolated. The enemy, he plays off of that. He wants you to feel alone. He wants you to feel like you're crazy or why are you taking on all these things? But I'm a strong believer. If God put it in you, he's already equipped you for it. Absolutely. You know, it's about trusting him with it. You know, you may be like, I'm wife, I'm mom of three boys, and it's chaotic sometimes with our family schedule. And then I work full time and then I'm running my business and involved in church. I'm like, Lord, how, how am I supposed to do this? And he's like, <laughs> I called you to it, so I'm equip you. But it's about graceful balance. It's about staying in alignment with me and I'll direct you and I'll tell you what's important at this moment, what needs to shift. We have to surround ourselves about around like-minded people who are going to support us, who are going to help motivate us. And I know me and you do a lot of coaching and mentoring. And maybe that's key for other women is to partner with a mentor or coach that's going to give you that accountability to help you find that clarity around those thoughts. But for those that may not be for, find that friend. Find that Facebook group, find that small group at church, but surround yourself by like-minded people who are going to pour into you, who's going to call out the light of you when you have those moments of doubt and fear. Absolutely. I want to piggyback off of the rushing part that you mentioned and wanting it to all come together very quickly. I, with journaling, I, my period of like from feeling all of a sudden called very strongly. I mean, if I'm honest, I was called from a long time ago. I was just incredibly distracted. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people, you're not scared. You're either distracted or, um, I mean, sorry, you're not confused. You're either distracted or you're scared. And both of those are so common in just like our, our communities. It's mm-hmm. you're, you're either juggling way too many things. So you've been ignoring the call for, for a, long, a long time until you physically start feeling crappy or mentally you start feeling like you're not yourself. You're, you know, you start feeling down. And then sometimes you know exactly what God is calling you to do. You're just scared. Yeah. But I don't know. And I tell, I tell my clients this all the time. I'm like, I don't know why you think you get to be special and do things confidently, right? Because what I had to do is scared. My coaches had to do is scared. Everyone in the Bible that was called had to do is scared and didn't want to do it. So why would you feel like your divine calling is special and you get to uh, skip all of the all of the fear and anxiety? Like it's called faith for a reason. You have to step out. So we want it to feel very clear and very comfortable from the very beginning. And it's just not going to be that way, especially if you're not setting aside time to, to find that clarity, to seek that clarity. For me, it was like a, 
a period of like three years, it went from like apathetic to then just like really unhappy with what I was doing. And it wasn't that I hated my job. My job was fine. It was that I knew that there was something else that I should be doing. And I was being impatient and miserable during the time instead of starting to follow my curiosity and explore what could it possibly be. So now when I read back my journals, because I keep all of my journals, when I read back, the thread was there. The ideas were there and I was playing with them and playing with them and playing with them until one day it was like, oh, that's what you want me to do. And it was like this clear revelation, but I had never followed my curiosity or even like try to do something with the emptiness that I felt and the calling that I felt in my life, it would have never happened because it was a process. And it was, I agree. Like I felt like he was preparing me for what was to come. And um, I could have very easily at many points during the process, just put it aside and moved on with my life. And I just realized that when I did that, even on the short term, I was miserable. And I think that for those of you that know exactly what you're being called to do, because there are some of you out there that do, when you're scared, you have to seek both divine guidance and community, the physical community, because what Shamel said about us calling each other's light out, that is what we do as coaches, mm-hmm. is remind you of your value, of your purpose, of your significance in this world, of the fact that if it wasn't in you to do, you wouldn't feel called to do it. And that is the most, if I had to pick one belief that you really have to adopt in order to keep taking steps forward and stepping into the greatness that God has for you is believing that he has equipped you to do it if you're feeling called to do it. Some people have a hard time with that. It took me a while, but when I locked in, I locked in. Now I'm like, okay, you know, I have a speaking engagement next week and I'm like, what am I going to talk about? This weekend is going to be all about connecting and connecting up to figure out what message I'm supposed to be putting out there. And it's not that I'm not constantly growing myself and growing my skills and learning more. But at the end of the day, I am a channel, right? I'm a conduit, I'm a vessel. So whatever message that specific group of people needs to hear on that specific day is going to be channeled through me. You know, I'm not going to have like the magic. So when you put it like that and really believe it, it takes the pressure off of you feeling like you need to be so great. It allows you space to take the focus off of you and say, God is my strength. God is directing me because at the end of the day, the gift that God puts in us is not for our glory. It's for his glory. And so as you prepare to go speak, you're using that time to connect with God and say, God, what is the message that you want me to bring to your people in this appointed time and this space? The more you align with him, he will start to download. And I want to share just my personal story. I never thought of myself as a mentor, a faith mentor, or coaching women, or helping women in their businesses. I just never thought about it. But as I started to spend time and welcome that self-discovery, embracing where God was taking me, he was like, Shamel, this is what I put in you. You can run all day. You can try to not share it with the world. But he's literally been sending people, can you do this? I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to stop running. I'm going to stop hiding from what you're doing. And I'm telling you, Lorraine, the confidence that I feel 
it's not the confidence in me, but it's the confidence in knowing that I'm part of a bigger picture that God is doing. I'm getting to call out the light, sometimes snatching out the light of women that he, he's shown me that this gift that he's put in them, they're sitting on it and their gifts have to be birthed and fully walked out so that his plan can go forth. So I get this, I'm just thankful for this opportunity to encourage women to start where they are, to welcome that self-discovery of who they are in Christ, to do that inner work, to know that there is a message, there is a gift, whether that's going out, starting a business or showing up in the home front or just showing up simply where you are right now, there is a purpose that God has given us and by us aligning. And I like how you said connecting up. Again, our purpose is tied to our position with Christ. And when we get connected with him, he starts to flow and he gives us that reassurance. We feel that safety and that security, knowing that where we are in life and those desires that he is stirring away, we're exactly where we're supposed to be. And I love the fact that you're saying that it takes belief. It really takes you believing in who you are in him and the gift that he's put in you. And when we believe that and we know that we have already been equipped with the tools to do it, we just have to nurture it. It's just like anything else in life. You're planting a seed. You have to water that seed. You got to dig away at the weeds around it. You got to put the sun on it. It takes a process. But the more that we go through that, our roots get deeper in him and our roots get deeper in where he's called us to be. Then. When you step back, sometimes I'm like, I'm really walking out my purpose. I'm really doing the things that set my heart on fire. And to the other woman, it may be looking like I'm not doing anything. But mm -hmm. for me, I'm in alignment with what God has me. And that is enough. Amen. And I, I will point out one thing that I think will be useful for your listeners is I grew up Catholic, but in high school, my sister is a childhood cancer survivor. So my mom specifically went through it and she found at that time that the catholic church just didn't have the support that she was going to need to deal with a child who had a terminal illness and a very small chance of survival so she started going to it's like a mission church it's like non-denominational but it's a christian like you know and so at like 16, 15, we started going to that church. So I, I've had a, a relationship with God throughout my childhood in the Catholic church. And then as a teen and, and young adult and throughout, you know, more like Christian church. But I felt I was being called in person by like my church leaders to help more and to serve in the church. And I had this resistance and I would do it. But I had this like resistance or this feeling like this wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. Like that wasn't what my, what I was being called to, for my service to be. So when I started coaching, there was a part of me that felt like, should I be doing this within the church? Like, is this something that I should be doing within the church? And I felt a little guilty. But then I realized when I really stepped into it that my, what my calling is, is to bring the message of God to an audience that isn't necessarily, that's not how they grew up. It's not something that they're used to like talking about directly, their faith, their spirituality. But I've found that God, as I followed what I really felt called to do instead of what people were calling me to do in my community, my relationship with God is so much stronger now and what, how he's using me in different places that are not considered 
you know, Christian based or anything like that is completely different than when I, that what I had imagined, you know, I had imagined that I either had to choose to serve in the church and in a ministry, or I needed to start my own business. But like we were talking about, you get to have it all, you know, you get to be abundant and to share your gift. However, God is calling you to share it. And sometimes that isn't in a church ministry. Sometimes that is in a, in a world that needs more of your light and needs you to call the light out in people that have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and that's the great thing about, again, aligning with God. He may call you out to go out and to do ministry a different way. And that's why she illuminates to me. I'm thankful for the vision that God gave me about that because we are the light, you know, we are the church. So no matter where we are in a physical building or wherever God places us, we get to show people who Christ is in us, no matter if you are directly with them or just the way you carry yourself, your character and how you treat others and how you show up in life. And I think that's the most important part about when God calls us to start right where we are. He's just like, just show up as how I created you to be, how Mm -hmm. I what I've given you. Just start there. It doesn't have to be this big stage or this big platform. It could be the mother who's listening on this call now. And God just wants you to show up as the best mother that you could be in your home front, the best wife or the best employee on your current job. Just steward that well. And if he is stirring you for more and you're not quite sure what that more is, align with him. Ask him to reveal because his word says he will share. He's really, God is not a pushover. He's not going to force you to come to him. It's an open invitation to have that conversation, to have that dialogue. And the more we practice talking with him, the more we allow ourselves to embrace the journey of that process, the more details, the more clarity, the more confidence. It's that full circle picture of walking in abundance that he calls us to right now. I used to envision abundance was something I had to work so hard to achieve. It was like this end result when God was like, the abundance is here right now, Shamel. You just got to tap into it. I've already provided the abundance, but you're so busy trying to work towards achieving this greater purpose when your purpose is showing up moment by moment as I direct you. And with that is the byproduct of the abundance that we get to experience. I just pray that our listeners today are just encouraged to just start where you are. And I know that the nuggets that we provided about slowing down, pushing pause, that may seem uncomfortable. But again, we're sharing that the more you practice these techniques, the more comfortable you get and the more clarity you get. So Lorraine, thank you so much. You're so welcome. This is so much fun. Yeah. So before we hop off, there's two things I'd like you to do. One, share with the ladies how they can connect with you as well as how do you shine it forward in your daily walk? Um, so you can connect with me. My favorite social media platform is Instagram. And on Instagram, I'm lowly, L-O-L-Y underscore love. And FYI, lowly is my childhood nickname. And like all my friends call me that. And then you can also check me out on my website, LorraineMartinez.com, one R and Lorraine. And I would love to connect with you and hear your thoughts on Shamal and I's conversation. And I shine my light. One thing that just that you just reminded me of is I am unapologetic about who I am. And I am that way, not because I am cocky or arrogant, but because I know that my intentions are pure and mm-hmm. how I walk my life, um, how I walk out my life. Um, my intentions are always for the greater good of all. And because of that, I can walk into the room and be who I am. 
And I'm not going to be for everybody. And I've also really embraced that because when I, when I do find my people, they're really my people. And then, um, I, I feel like I'm very good at, like we were talking about calling out the gifts and messages and light in other people and really challenging them to step into it and embrace it and to value these gifts that, you know, value who God has made them to be and the gifts that he's provided them. Because I find like, I find as women, we minimize, you know, our significance and our impact and our talents a lot because we think that everybody else is doing it bigger, better, prettier. And as we were just talking about this whole time, if the calling is in you, it's for you, which is something that my mentor Amber always says, and you just have to follow it. And it doesn't have to mean dismantling your whole life. You can start little by little. And Shamel and I's suggestion would be to get quiet first and seek guidance and then step out. Yes, take that step of faith. And just know that God is going to shine it forward in you. And so thank you so much for sharing that. And thanks again for joining us. And listeners, be sure to check out the podcast on my website. I will have all the show notes. I will have the links there so that you can go check out Lorraine's website and just connect with us. And please share with us how you've grown through this message. Or if you have questions, we would love to answer those for you. So again, thank you guys for joining in for another episode. And we'll catch you next time. Are you ready to find clarity around your purpose and transform your vision into action? Join me for the six-week She Emerges Intensive, which includes one-on-one mentoring and strategy. Together, we will get clear on your why, core desired feelings, and who you want to serve well. We will formulate a faith-infused plan of action that includes laying out your monthly intentions and weekly tasks. Walk away with clarity, guidance, and support to take the next bold step of faith in your calling on God's terms. Schedule your free clarity call today at shamelevans.com forward slash she emerges.